Boker Tov. We are continuing the Navi Shiurim, Navi Podcast. This can all be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And our goal will be to examine the, pesh- the depth of the Peshat of the Navi'im. And because we were, it was requested that we do this daily in short installments so we can actually move and cover ground, I think it will be a good thing. If we could continue at this time, then... It'll be a, a big zakhut. We'll be hopefully be able to get to, through some of the Nevi'im. Last time we did the first Perek of Yoshua in depth. So we're going to continue with the second chapter. Second chapter is the story of Yoshua sending the spies to Israel, which is why it's also the Haftarah of Parashat Shelach. Vayishlach Yoshua bin Nun minashitim, shenayim anashim meragalim cheresh lemor, lechu reu et ha'aretz v'tiricho, vayelechu vayavau bet isha zona u'shmah, so Yeshua sends from Shittim, he sends two people as spies, Cheresh Lemor. Cheresh is a word that has multiple translations. What are the Pirushim of Cheresh? Rashi says there are a few. Cheresh could mean quietly. Cheresh could also mean, Rashi gives an interpretation that it's Cheres with the sin, meaning he, set, he sent them as pottery salesmen to kind of get them to get people to, to, to not be able to tell their identity. Um, he said, "Lechu reu et aretz v'tiricho." He said, "Go look at the land and look at Yericho." Vayelechu vayavo betishazona u'shmah racha vayishkibushama. And they went and they came to the house of a harlot woman. Her name was Rachav, and they uh, slept there at her house, at the house of this harlot woman. Vayamar lemelech Yericho lemor hine anashim ba'u hena halayla mibnei Yisrael lachpor et aretz. And it was told to the king Yericho, saying. Behold, the people have come here the night from Bnei Israel to spy out the land. Okay, so what's going on so far? First of all, Yoshua, he sends them quietly. Oh, perfect. Yoshua sends these people quietly. He sends, the, he, he sends them quietly. Quietly from whom though? Quietly from the Canaanites? Well, it's obviously quietly from the Canaanites. He wanted, he wanted it to be like a secret spy mission. But who else is Yoshua concerned with that they're potentially going to have... Um, that they should be quiet from. He's concerned with Bnei Israel. He doesn't want Bnei Israel to know he's sending spies. Because one of the biggest problems... Sam, let's do it this way. Okay. So one of the biggest problems we had in Parashat Shalach is that the, who, who were the spies? They were sent 12 men from 12 tribes. So each tribe selected their, their spy... And then it was like a grand ceremony of, of selecting spies. So all of Am Yisrael knew what was going on. And then what happened when, when the spies came back? They came and they immediately reported to all of Am Yisrael without first reporting to Moshe. And because of that, Moshe wasn't able to filter out their, their message. Because if Moshe had first told them, speak to me and then I will let you speak to Am Yisrael, then what would have Moshe done? He would have seen these guys have a bad report. They would have smelled something. But the fact that they came and immediately spoke to Am Yisrael caused them to be able to spit spit the message out that caused Am Yisrael to be scared to go into the land. So here Yahushua is sending them out quietly also from Am Yisrael. He's sending them quietly also from Am Yisrael. Um, There are a few other opinions on what Cheresh means. Um, Oh, one more opinion says he sent them out as as deaf people. He sent them out uh, to, to act like deaf people because when somebody is deaf, people speak freely around them. So the idea was they should go and collect data from the, the, the speaking of the people 
And so therefore he sent them out as deaf people so that they would be able to hear what everybody else was talking about. But then the second they go, it is told to the king of Yericho that people have come the night from Bnei Israel to spy out the land. Now why is it significant that Yericho quickly finds out that the spies are here? How did he find out? What? How did he find out? How did he find out? That's another question. How, how in the world did he find out? I thought these people were sent quietly. Right? So, so what that tells you is that Yericho is on very high alert. Meaning we don't know how they found out, but we do know that they were very, very scared. So that tells you something. If they were able to, if, if, if you're not scared of something, you're not going to be so on guard for spies, right? So you're not going to be scared, and then you're not going to be keeping your eye out for it, so you're going to miss things. But Yericho doesn't miss anything. They hear immediately that they're spies. So that tells you that Yericho is terrified, which is part of the whole reason that Am Yisrael is going, that the, the spies are being sent. It's in order to see the morale of Yericho, to see the morale of the Canaanites, okay? Next pasuk, pasuk Gimel. So the king of Yericho, he sends to Rachav saying, take out, bring out the people who have come to you that have come to your house because they've come to spy out the land. Uh, by the way, Rachav, the, the Peshat is that she was a harlot and that's why she had a house where people would visit her. Rashi says she was a says she, she was a mukharat mizonot. Zona from the shon of zan. Zan as in like hazan etakol, the one who, who gives food to everything from the Bikat Amazon. So she says she was a mukharat mizonot. That's what zona means. No, according to Rashi, she wasn't an actual zona. It's an interesting she Rashi. Now, she was a baker. So it's, it's hard to know exactly what that means, but th- that's what Rashi says. So, but the Peshat, the Peshat, the Peshat is that she's a Zona. And that makes more sense that she's a Zona. Why would it make sense that she's a Zona? Because she, the Zona is the one who is hanging out with all of the high level people. And then they tell her information. They are so spies you, of their own. The Zona is kind of like a, like a, like a perfect woman to be an in, in like unintended spy. And that's why they, they may have gone to her. Okay. Okay. So the woman took the two people Interesting word usage She hid him one Rashi also comments on this He says maybe Who's not Who is the one she's hiding Or you have to know who the two spies were According to the Midrash The two spies are Kalev and Pinachas Kalev the first, from the first round He was good And Pinachas we know from when he killed uh, Zimri, okay? So Rashi says that the word usage of Vatit Spino being in the singular means that she only had to hide Kalev because Pinachas, Pinachas who is like Eliyahu did not need to be hit. Maybe he was invisible. If somebody could interpret that Rashi and figure out what it means, kol akavod, but... Uh, that, that's, uh, that's what she says okay? So she took the two people and she hid them And she lies to the messengers of the king And she says yeah the people came to me But I have no idea where they are When we were about to close the gates of the city They had already left So what is she trying to get them to think? That they ran away from outside the city Now where are they actually? They're inside, they're in her house. So she's not only 
uh, protecting them. She's not only uh, hiding them in her house, she's also misleading the people that, from the king that are chasing after them. Okay? And she had brought them up to the roof. And she hid them in the flax uh, in the flax trees that were set up for her on the gag. She, apparently she had a little garden of flax trees. So she hid them behind those flax trees. The people chased after them by way of the Jordan River. To the crossroads. Apparently there was like a, a crossroads, a very important crossroads where people could access or cross the Jordan River. And they closed the gate behind them. Meaning they closed the gate behind them hoping that that nobody else could go in, nobody else could come out, so everything in the city is safe. After, the people went and chased after them. So Rahab has created a situation in which everybody thinks the people are outside the city, and they are really inside the city. The only problem is that the gates of the city are not closed. So our only question left is, how were the two spies going to, going to get out of the city at this point? Okay. And they were about to go to sleep. And she goes up to them on the roof. And they're about to go to sleep. She's, she goes up to them on the roof and she says to the people, I know that God has given you the land and the fear of you has fallen upon all of us. And all of us are melting from before you. Because we've heard that God dried the, the waters of Yamsuf before you when you left Egypt. And what you did to the two kings of the Amorite people that were on the other side of the Jordan, to Sihon and to Og, that you completely destroyed them. And we heard, we heard, and our, and our hearts melted, and nobody has a spirit from in, in front of you anymore. Because Adonai Elohim, your God, He is the God of the heavens above and of the earth below. So, Rachav. This is a very great statement on Rahab. First of all, what does it tell the spies that Rahab is talking like this? That the people of Ericho are petrified, which means their morale is down, which means it will be, easy, easy, be an easy war. That's the one thing. It means that the, the nations of Canaan, the tribes of Canaan, have heard of the greatness of, of Akadosh Baruch Hu in his wars against Sihon and Og and, his, and in his war against Mitzrayim. Also, what it tells you about Rahab is that she has Yirat Shamaim, which is an amazing thing. It's amazing that a woman who is a harlot has this level of irat shamayim. Now what is the Navi trying to show you? It's possibly trying to show you that there's nobody who's past redemption. Everybody, if they turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they can, they can earn that redemption, even a harlot. All she has to do is change her actions one time and she becomes this great woman. To close, the Midrash says beautiful thing. Who are two descendants of Rahab, according to the Midrash. The Midrash says that there are two descendants of Rahab. One was Yirmiyahu Hanavi and one was Yechezkel Hanavi. Both are said to be descendants of Rahab. I don't know what the lineage is exactly, but the, the Midrash says that because she said that your God is the God Bashamayim Mima'al, He's the God of the heavens above, 
she had the zechut to bear Yechazkel, who ended up seeing in his nevoah the heavens above. So that's uh, an interesting midrash. We're going to stop there. Um, Yossi Khan, the second you want to start, you just say the, yeah. the thing, yeah. and, then, and then we finish. Enjoy it. Okay. Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.